all aboard. Okay, welcome back to the Closers Corner. My name is Will, and this is my co-host... Alice. Yeah, sort of, sort of the lead person, and we have an awesome guest today. On the, and this is, everybody should know, this is the first podcast we're actually doing with headsets on. It's the first one that we're doing not in person. So this could go horribly bad. So we had to make sure we had a great stellar guest to do that. So we have Lauren Smith on, and Lauren is the cloud systems administrator. And I don't know what that is or what that does, but I know every time I have any type of problems... I always call Lauren and she's like, well, this is sort of not what I do, but <laughs> I can maybe help you out. So she's like the go, so, so, so she's like a go-to person for me. And I think everybody within the organization has certain go-to people that over the years you've talked to, you've built up a little bit of trust and relationship with that. You just like, if I don't know it, who could I, who could possibly know it? And we have those people on sales and finance and ops and, and as well as technology. So Lauren, I'm going to turn this over to you because I think your pod is going to have one of the largest, and we said this about Alyssa too, is going to have mm -hmm. one of the largest sort of subscriber or downloads out of everybody because there's so much that you do and have done behind the scenes to sort of help build our technology infrastructure, help us get more secure from a company standpoint, our information. And um, you've had awesome, a great trajectory through in the organization as well. So we'd love to sort of dig in oh, yeah. to your background, where you're from, um, what sort of when you started and just sort of all over the board. So at first I'll turn it over to you. First, tell us what does a cloud systems administrator do? Oh man. What, or what, don't totally do? or what, what don't you do? What don't you do? I was like totally going to challenge you guys with that question. What do you think I do? Um, it does seem to be kind of like a mystery or obviously, uh, I started off in tech support uh, and transitioned over to an infrastructure team probably about two years ago. Um, and we can get a little bit more nitty gritty into it. But yeah, cloud sysadmin, basically, um, I do a lot of internal identity access management. So I'm just kind of like the gatekeeper. Um, I'm making sure that our systems are safe and secure. Whoever's mm. accessing those systems, you know, is doing it in a secure manner. Um, and definitely, yeah, Worldwide Express Security is top notch, I would say, or we're I've noticed, you know, during the COVID times, we're definitely way more ahead of the game with the tech. So I'm basically, yeah, in a position where uh, I have full reign. It's very innovative. And I'm just like basically, just, you know, watching dashboards and making sure that, you know, cyber criminals are staying out of our systems. And then, you know, the, that the business has the technology that they need to, you know, effectively work and, you know, obviously bring in the money so that we all get paid. So... When I get those links to send money to a Saudi prince, you're the person that sends them and you're the person that tracks when I click on them. Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> I can't give away all my secrets, you know. It's like, uh, it's like 50-50. You know, we definitely, uh, more advanced companies are going to have like programs in place where they're sending phishing e emails to their uh, employees. Because mm -hmm. uh, that's the most important thing. Just like training your employees not to click, uh, you know, humans are the most vulnerable link or whatnot. So, um uh, I definitely, I definitely know who our clickers are in the company. Um, no I judgment. I passed my test. I passed the, I yeah. took and passed the test. Look and look up my score. I believe it wasn't a hundred, but I believe it was a solid B, A minus. I'm just going to go out there and say that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I've definitely had people reach out to me saying, I think I just clicked on something. Uh, can you go ahead and erase that from my history or my profile or, you know, like pass me or what? <laughs> I'm just like. Eh. Oh. Don't ask me that. You know, you're going to training. <laughs> <laughs> so um, now you said you started off in technology or, or it just, it, like technology support, right? And then was that in, in Dallas 
or, or, or was that in the corporate office or the Oakland office? And which office do you work out of now? Because I, I follow your, your Instagram a little bit because we have somewhat of a relationship um, over the years that were built. And uh, I always love the picture of you pouring coffee in the morning. I think I mentioned that to you as well as you're <laughs> surrounded by a thousand wires plugging into all these servers. And it's like, are oh you in the matrix? It's crazy. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like she's in the matrix. There's literally thousands and thousands of wires. What happens from a curiosity standpoint, just because I want to know, what happens when you plug in the wrong wire to the wrong port? Does that shut everything down or how does that work? Well, are you talking about at my actual workstation or are you, no, are you I, talking about? It, it, it was like the, five oh, or six months ago. Remember, I think you, you had the hat on, you were in this big server room and you were plugging in all those oh, blue yeah. wires. Remember that? So what happens if, like, how does that even work? Like, how do you know which ones to plug in where? And if you plug in the wrong one, does the whole system not work? Oh, yeah. I mean, we can talk about that. That was our uh, network upgrade that we made at our corporate office. So basically, um, I did that with Richard, who I've worked side-by-side uh, -side pretty much for the past five years, um, and then Harid as well, my other coworker. Um, so yeah, basically, we replaced our whole entire network at the Victory office. Uh, we brought our network to the cloud. So I don't even know how many wires I unplugged that weekend, and I was told it was like a Friday project, and I volunteered to do it. And uh just like to learn. I love to learn uh, new things. And basically the project, I don't think that we finished until Sunday night. So it ended up being like full weekend. I am plugged thousands of ethernet cables. Uh, but to answer your question, I did plug one ethernet cable, one single ethernet cable into the wrong port. I believe it was port 126. Uh, and normally you don't figure that stuff out until someone reports it. But yeah, we got an alert just saying one of our little round robin meeting bookers, like our schedulers outside of the conference rooms went down. Hmm. Um, but oh yeah, every single plug, every single port is so important. Um, but that project was pretty cool because we basically brought, even though no one's currently in the victory office right now, um, we will eventually, you know, people will eventually go back. Um, and the network and the infrastructure we have uh, built out there now is incredible. It's it can all be managed like through a website or online versus like a technician. Like if you have a problem, it's not working. Or my phone's not working. You have to physically go in the office and figure out what's wrong and fix it. Um, now with our network, it's all uh, online. And so anyone can, admins can log in and uh, fix problems virtually versus like having to physically fix those things. Hmm. Um, so when you unplugged yeah. 126, that's probably why Philly's internet went down that day, if I remember. <laughs> I remember, Alice, I turned to you and said, what happened to the internet? Yeah, it was definitely... You were concerned. It was Lauren. She did it. So yeah. now we know. That's the moral of this story. It's not that... It's we have, always we, Lauren. We have, it's not that we have a person that's working weekends and volunteering their time and plugging in thousands <laughs> of cords. It's like that one cord caused Philly's internet not to work. And I remember that was a hard day for me. And now I know who to reach out oh, to. Oh, yeah. So... Every piece matters, you know. So... so um, Tell us a little bit more about sort of your journey within the company. You started when and sort of you said you were a, a, a technology sort of support staff and now you're a cloud systems administrator. Did you do anything differently along the way? I know you're a person I think of in my mind that's sort of a jack of all trades that you, that you evenly mentioned it, that you love to learn so much. And so you know a lot about the different things within the organization. So how did your career track go? It, you started off as a technology support and then from there... You, you, you did what? Yeah, so basically, well, I didn't have any prior history, minimal history in technology. Uh, I come from a family of uh, technicians or, you know, my dad's worked in IT for 41 years, I would say. He just retired. Oh. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. He and my dad. My dad's job was, you know, he basically kept up all the all the lights on in Texas, uh, working for Encore Electric. So um, I had no experience in technology. I just ended up in a position where I was like, my job isn't challenging. I need to change. So um, I knew Megan Bennett, mm -hmm. and she was like, oh, I work for a logistics company. It's a great company. I, you know, obviously she recommended me to uh, apply, and I sent over my resume. And I interviewed for operations. So I believe whenever I came in to interview, it wasn't at the victory office. It was at the office prior to that. So the okay. one off the roof uh, five years ago. So I think I was May 14th, uh, 2015 or so. So operations, um, did you interview with Joel like, like Alyssa did? Or how did that work? Actually, oper uh, Joel and I started on the same week, I believe. Okay. Uh, Worldwide Express. So. <laughs> um, well, well, that was because apparently his, his interview process is cumbersome. <laughs> I've heard I've heard yeah, through the grapevine no, yeah. uh, hey listen he's an avid 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 subscriber so that'll be great for him to drop that nugget he'll love me after that I'll get a text it'll be good but I, 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 that actually makes me curious though because I'm thinking like I think my interview process I think I went through four interviews um, and I think Alyssa mentioned where she went through quite a few as well so how did you start off in operations applying for that job and then get the tech support job sort of well, basically, Megan, you know, she kind of presented me what was available. She sent my resume up to her manager. Um, and then, yeah, I, w I went up to the Ruth office for my uh, interview. And I think it, w I was with, uh, it was with Lindsay Brass, Janet Simpkins. I think Leah Parker was in there as well. It was like a panel interview. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, and it went, it went pretty well. But after I left, then I got a phone call. And they had sent my resume over to Bethany D'Angelo. Uh, oh, or Bethany Gibbons, you know. Yeah. She's oh great. yeah. She's a personal favorite over here as well. So it's like, uh, they sent my resume over to her and then I came in for another interview. Uh, well, they were like, Hey, we have this position open in tech and we just want to know if you're curious. So we're interested in that interviewed, uh, with Stephanie that went so well. Uh, she sent me over to Amy Milligan, mm -hmm. um, our previous VP in tech and interviewed with her as well. And then, uh, I think I had a couple more follow-ups from there, but then, yeah, they offered me a position and my dad was just like, you're getting into technology. Do you know what you're doing? Like, just make sure you understand, like it could take, you know, a big piece of your life. You know, it, it takes a lot of attention and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I was like, no, I'm going for it. Like, this is great. This is a challenge. Like, this is exciting. Like I kind of understood where the world was at with technology. And I was like, there's so much opportunity. So, um, I, I don't, yeah, I didn't even apply for a tech job, but I'm so thankful that, uh, you know, they just gave me an opportunity. So nice. So I, so, yeah. so it sounds like to kick off, but you're, 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 you know, you're working on right now some of the, some of the innovative stuff that we're doing with, as an organization as we go through you know, our maturation process to become bigger. And you're sort of the front line of defense right now to you know, phishing scams and anything like that. What excites you every single day when you come to work that, you're, that, that, that you value that you're, that you're doing to help the company sort of move forward? Let's see. Well, I will say, number one, having a great manager uh, makes you enjoy you know, obviously your job or your everyday life, you know, job every day a lot more. But um, uh, what excites me, I would definitely say is leadership. So they have, you know, I've worked here for five years. It was a lot of hard work. I didn't get where I was at easily, you know. Uh, um, but basically I have managers or leadership that just gives, give me the resources I need and like the sandboxes and playgrounds I need to like kind of build, tear things down easily because you can do that in the cloud. Uh, and it's just like, yeah, it's just exciting because I'm, I'm handling bigger projects, you know, that impact not just our, you know, 1,300 employees, like rolling out, 
new cloud applications and technologies that they can utilize, you know, to make their jobs easier. You know, I like being a part of that, but also, yeah, I'm help, you know, getting the franchises on board so that we're all basically one single system, completely secure, um, you know, and so that everyone can do their jobs to the best of their abilities. Um, so yeah, I just love being a part of that. My job does require a lot of end user touch. So I get to talk to so many different people, uh, you know, it's, even though I should be behind the scenes, <laughs> but just being involved in so many of the newer applications, so many people need help, you know, and it's great just to be able to, get to talk to everyone in the company throughout the day. Yeah. What is one, you, you just talked about a lot of newer applications. Uh, what is one newer application that you could share with the group that you're sort of working on in the next two or three or four or five months that you think has a good likelihood of becoming a reality that'll really help ease of use and help our, and, and, and sort of help our company? Okay. Well, I can go back in the history a little bit. You know, we started out with our email migration. Oh yeah. Um, I love that. Remember so, I called you about that. I am not forward change. So just the fact I had to put a dot in my email was driving me insane. But uh, I, I was totally going to bring that up. I'm like, well, I, I don't, I, it was a small amount of people that just did not want to change. Yes. Uh, and you're definitely what you're like, I want to keep my old email address. And we were like denied. <laughs> yeah. You and Dolly told me and, and I was like, okay. And I was like, and Dolly, I trust and Lauren, I trust. I get it. I'll, I'll make the change, yeah, but, yeah. but I didn't come like happily along. I was just like, <laughs> I've had this email forever. And then all these people, I got it. It seemed like a process. You're, you were a change resistor. It's okay. Yes, yes. I know who, I know who my change resistors are too. So. Oh, you <laughs> <laughs> all these lists. Uh, yeah, I, I'm on the wrong list on that one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, that's just going back, you know, the email migration was a huge deal. Um, and then from there it was kind of like I rolled out teams, which was exciting um, that was about two years ago. Um, well, Microsoft it, Teams. It, explain a little bit about what that email migration and Teams allowed the organization to do, because it, it, it then allowed like a single site access, right? For, for yeah, all these so, other platforms, which helps the security. And I, I think you were telling me a little bit about it, but just the fact that you helped and us moved over to that type of system, um, what it does for ease of use from the salespeople to the ops people and things like that. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, migrating to Office 365, I don't think, we did that about two years ago. I don't think I realized, like, how big of a project it was um, or how, how much that project helped us get to where we are today, you know, right before COVID, uh, which we really, you know, we were in the right place where we needed to be during these times. But um, basically, the email migration, um, oh, gosh, yeah. It brought us to Office 365, so to the cloud. And I will say the best thing about the email migration for me and uh, the tech support team I was on during the time is just we were getting so many email attacks uh, where, like, we would come into work or, you know, get pinged 5 a.m. in the morning and, like, oh, my email's spitting out, you know, emails to all my customers and telling them to click on links. And then, you know, was, I don't even know how many times that happened <laughs> um, prior to our email migration. So we basically... Yeah, just brought our infrastructure to a more secure environment, Office 365. Um, and then from there, we're able to roll out even more applications that you access using your email address, like the basic suite that comes with it, Teams, OneDrive, SharePoint, all of that. Um, but now we get to do all these other cool things, which, yeah, those are the main projects I'm kind of a part of, like for any new application, uh, like in our new environment or the cloud environment, it's, you're always going to log into it uh, with what's called single sign-on. Um, or your email address and your email password. So we've got Salesforce set up that way. Um, I'm at uh, Concord, which I know Sales uses that uh, 
Excel and Legal do that. Um, it's a new application. SSSO, and then obviously Connect recently, we rolled that out, SSSO, and then clearly SpeedShip uh, will all be the same. So it's kind of like this the single sign-on environment. It's like the future of technology where uh, we're working on the laptops now. That's my current project. But you log into your laptop with your email password, mm-hmm. and then you can open up your browser, and it's going to log you into every work, work application with that password that's kind of saved on the computer. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it's a seamless experience all connected because... Oh, it's kind of, I mean, I see what people are signing into on the background and whatnot. It's just kind of scary how, how oh many, you know. So wait, you're big brother, big sister. That's what you are. You see everything. So <laughs> wait a minute. Lauren, Lauren gets to play God a little bit because she's like, I know what you all are doing if I wanted to. <laughs> I got, I, like, I, I, I got really, really excited there because she mentioned Connect, which um, yeah, I, I love I Connect. My up. eyes lit up. They, they were there was a glimmer in my eye. Howard Blaze and that Pete and the whole team there. I, I, I love. You know, it, it's it's funny because you know Dolly, you Scott Ball, Jason, you know Miller, all these people. You you allowed us in, to help navigate this COVID environment. It, 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 listen, it wasn't. Nothing in life is seamless. I didn't think any of us saw a pandemic happening, but the reality is because we had. 365, because we had teams, because we had laptops, we got to pivot so quickly to a virtual environment compared to what we were doing, going into customers, knocking on doors. It helped us sort of come out and think of a new sales strategy and think of a new implementation of how we go to market strategy so much quicker because of that work that you guys did. I guarantee you our year-to-date customers that we brought on, our year-to-date revenue, our year-to-date margin, Everything, if we didn't have those in places, our production would have been down probably 30 to 40% to where it is across the board right now. But the fact that those were in there, now, even if some people were early adopters or like me, they're a late adopter, they resist change. The fact that we had those things in there already and that's all people had to do. Alice, you said it last week. Alice had a feature in Connect, or not in Connect. I'm still thinking about Connect. (laughs) Probably a bomb video. Um, Alice had a feature that she just told me, I think she had two or three setups last week, all in a week. And she's just like, yeah, I, I record them. And then afterwards, when, when, you know, when I set up a customer online, I record them through teams and then I send it over to them so they could s- replay the conversation. They could see step-by-step step how to use speed and speed ship and that whole interface that way they always have it there. And I'm just like, dude, where would we be without teams? You know, I mean, if you think about it, oh, I mean, it like, yeah, like, teams they, like that literally. And I think some people think, that these stuff just happens and it's flicking of a switch. And it's like, well, get Lauren on the phone and she'll tell you all the things that she had to plug in, all the weekends that she had to work and, and give her time up, all the things that had to go right and all the phishing scams at 5 a.m., all the times that someone calls a random salesperson at 8.30 in the morning, which is 7.30 in Dallas time, saying, what is going on? I'm freaking out and this didn't transfer over. And like, you know, the, the thing that I've, always, I've personally always respected about you is in, in, in others, there's others, obviously, in other departments that I just probably don't know as well, is that I know you're a grind. You know, you're someone that gets up and has, has the coffee and is, is like, okay, I'm ready to go. I'm just going to put in the time and, and work ethic. And what I like about your story so much is you believe in the leadership that you have and you've put in the time and you've seen the upward mobility in a different space than even sales. That I mean, everybody thinks of us as a sales company all the time, but the reality is that's a small fraction of our employee base. And um, it's nice to see like those people that put in those hours and put in that time get rewarded. And um, I think too often on the sales side, we sort of take for granted of the work that goes into what you're doing. And just like literally, if we didn't have teams March 18th, where would our sales oh, be yeah. now? 
I mean, that's just the reality of it. I mean, we we'd uh, had to figure out a whole new platform, and like you know, and some people went to Zoom. Don't get me wrong, and some people still do that. But um, the reality is, it was there, and once it was there, and people knew that, then they just immediately ran towards it and embraced it. And they realized how easy it was, and how they could record stuff, the sharing of info, and then um, so oh yeah. That, so that's a, I that, don't that, think that I... that's a big feather in your cap that I don't think people realize that you helped us navigate, and, and, and literally, it couldn't have come at a better time. Oh, I know. Thank you so much. I'm so proud of all the projects I've done, you know, and I appreciate the recognition. It's like, I don't think I realized the bigger picture of it until, yeah, I was in the war, the war room with, you know, Dolly, Scott, all of my, you know, Richard as well. And, uh, it was, co- you know, they were ahead of it on COVID. Uh, I can't, you know, just give them kudos enough on how they handled it, but it was like two weeks before even people were considering anything with COVID. Uh, yeah, we were in a war war room and it was just kind of like making sure that we had all our uh, eyes dotted, teeth crossed, whatnot, you know, and making sure we had backups for everything and then making sure everyone had a laptop and the technology they needed to work from home. And it, and yeah, it, it just kind of, you know, Scott, like, I think he told me and was just like, you know, all this work that you did for the past like year and a half, two years, you get it got us to this point right here. You know, our employees are going home and they're on their, their own network. We, we don't have any control over them. We don't know who can access, you know, and it's yeah. just like, you know, we've got the authenticator set up. We have all of that set up and all, and then I just thought about it. Like, Oh, that took me like a year and a half, two years. Other companies are like forced to, you know, like step up their technology, you know, catch up with the 21st century. And it was like, we were already there. And I'm like, how are these companies going to do this? You know, they've got to figure it out in a week or less, you know, it took me a year and a half. <laughs> but, um, I think it, I think yeah. you make a good point with technology. Everyone thinks everything is like instantaneous and it's going to happen right away. But running, you know, Microsoft Teams and getting that set up for us, you said that take like one to two years of work behind that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it was like a whole suite of things because then we had to move all of our files, you know, from old file servers, like physical, you know, like uh, third party vendors were like hosting these servers for us. We had to move all of our files and data up into like the Microsoft Cloud as well. So. It was like a list of projects, yeah. uh, and I'm still, you know, now I'm working on the, one of the final, well, the projects never end, but now I'm working on migrating all our laptops to be secure in the cloud, but um, yeah, it was just like a lot of work. It, I didn't even know what it was going to take to complete all this or what I was getting myself into, but um, yeah, nothing, you know, people want fast results, you know, fast answers, solutions, but with tech, it's just like, uh, that's why it can be stressful, you know, but um, I think that our company has done an excellent job with the tech, and I'm so excited for what's to come. Uh, yeah, we're just in a we're ahead of the game, Worldwide Express. So nice. it's, it's exciting to work for a company like this. Okay, so um, I guess so. You but you've been here five years, and you sort of you were a tech, and then you're doing a cloud administrator. You're working on a lot of projects. You didn't really tip your hand or t- too much into what exciting project i guess you talked a little bit about some of the stuff you're doing with salesforce i know you can't give away too much of what your trade secrets are and what we're working on but but, let me ask you this are you more excited from what you've done thus far or what you're about to do moving forward with some of the new platforms that you're working on oh man that's it i i'm i think i'm more excited for what's come just because yeah what's behind me i've experienced it i've accomplished it a lot you know or you know i've accomplished so much and i'm like okay all this new stuff ahead of me is completely new. And like, we're building things where it's like, you know, I can't even find the answers I need uh, in Microsoft documentation. I can call Microsoft and they can't, get, you know, it's like everything, you know, every little thing you do, it just takes so much work to figure it out. Um, and so, yeah, I get to learn just so many new things. So 
I don't know. I'm super excited about, uh, I think it's April 2021 when the new website rolls out. I'm not as heavily involved in, you know, what's behind the scenes on ship or the new application. Mm-hmm. Um, how I, you know, like I said, I'm just like the gatekeeper. So I'm making sure that everyone can get in, you know, securely. And then from there, uh, I, I need to figure I'm like, okay, so I'm working on my laptop project right now. I think we're at, we've migrated about 1,050 users. I don't think I'm one of them. Just so you know, I'm, I'm on the last. I'm, I'm the last man standing. Uh, well, I'm just going to keep on deleting any any emails. I don't know. Hurry, hurry, or you might have. Uh, you, you guys probably yeah. logged onto my computer without me knowing and just did it. It's better to do that. Oh yeah, the cha- change resistor. Yeah. Exactly what I was getting at. It's like ah, eh, but yeah. I'm and we're about. We pretty much finished all our Windows users, and so yeah. What's coming next is I. Uh, I'm currently testing or figuring out how to control the Mac. So that's where you come into play. Well, I will be coming for you. <laughs> oh, and you can't say no. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Sweet. I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah, we've got to migrate to Mac. Oh, yeah. I just it's blocked the world's number in my phone. <laughs> Alice just saw me. I just went block. <laughs> and, I, and I just blocked you out of all work resources. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, didn't say that. I don't need those anyway. That's fine. <laughs> no. um, okay. So, so, yeah, so. Uh, getting to know Lauren. So, what is something about you that I think people didn't know? I mean, as far as your background and sort of some of your hobbies, because I think, uh, you know, we just opened you up to, and, and, and you said it, you're like, Hey, I talked to a lot of people in sales and a lot of people in technology and all over just because as a cloud administrator and gatekeeper, that's part of my job. But what do you, what would you like some of the, some of the masses, the, the 500 or 600, or maybe you could hit a thousand downloads. What <laughs> would you like the masses to know a little bit more about you? whether it's some hobbies or, or, or where you're from or, you know, I'm, I'm, I know you're a little bit of a workaholic, but I also know you must have some fun stuff oh, that yeah. you like to do. You're a massive Mavs fan, right? Oh, Mavs all the way. I definitely, I would say I used to not know how to disconnect myself from work, but I definitely kind of figured it out and uh, it's been great. You know, I, I'm definitely a passionate person. I have lots of hobbies. So a lot of huh. people, I'll, I'll go through a couple, you know, it's like a lot of people know this outside of my, if you know me outside of work, but I'm, my brain is super creative. So at work, um, I am very organized. I'm technical. You know, I, you know, I, I honestly, I really like to, I enjoy working a lot. So, um, but outside of work, it's like, I am so crafty. So it's like, let's see, I scrapbook for sure. Um, I sew, I have a sewing machine. I'm trying to think, I mean, anything, I make handmade cards. Um, Oh yeah. And my, my scrapbooking is a little intense. It's like, I have a calendar, like a yearly calendar and I like a little mini printer and I'll literally just print out like what I've done throughout the whole entire year and add like stickers to it and stuff. So I can literally like flip open a scrapbook from 2017 and be like, on this day I was doing this and just like, I don't know, maybe a little crazy, but I love it. You know, it's just the way I keep up with my <laughs> life. A little so. crazy. Uh, I don't know if it is crazy. I mean, I just realized I have no hobbies. So you just made me feel bad. <laughs> I know, right? She's and then, uh, she's do and, and, I mean, sort of you talked about, and I think that's a lot of people that fit, you know, your profile that are just so passionate about what you're doing. I think that fits a lot of people within our whole organization. It's that balance. It's funny. I was actually talking to Steve Purden uh, about that today, um, just randomly about like how, 
you know, it's such a busy time right now and how I'm thinking about that the 14 years and I was like, dude, I don't think I've ever not worked at some point on a vacation. And he, and he told me, he's like, dude, for the first time in my life, a few weeks ago, I just completely shut down. And I was like, how was it? He goes, dude, you have to do it. And I've just always, I don't know if it's anxiety or just always feeling like the need or you're going to come back to too much work. I've never, there's always hours in the day on the vacation where, you know, I'll take the baby for a, a nap. I'll walk him, you know, and then he'll fall asleep for two hours. I'm like, okay, laptop open. I have two hours to, I can make calls. I can check emails. And it's like, yeah. um, I think that you have to disconnect. It's I, so important to disconnect. If you haven't done it, I think, yeah, it's a great, go on a vacation, turn off your phone. The work can wait, you know? I think I feel a little like... Yeah, I think that's a struggle for a lot of people. I think, I I mean, it's it's a massive struggle for me. And, you know, everybody's got relationships with significant others. And and when you're so invested, because when you genuinely like what you do, it becomes addicting. And that's all you want to do. And, but yeah, I realize that in life, you know, not the yin and yang type of, you know, hippie stuff, but you need a little bit of balance. And I think... For certain people, that's tough. So that's something that was a hopefully a 2020 goal for me. It's it's funny that you've sort of started to figure that out because I think a lot of people have that issue is is that whatever they're doing, they can't really turn it off. It just becomes something that sort of drives them and gets them really motivated. You feel responsible, like, you know. know. Yeah. And then and then people spend so much screen time now, you know. So it's like even if you tell yourself you're not going to work, if you still have the notifications turned on, you know, you're still going to see them and whatnot, and maybe be tempted to respond. So it's just like. Yeah, you just got to set those limits, those boundaries, and then, like, you're never going to be happy in life if you don't have that balance, you know? So Well, smartphones almost make it impossible. It's so tough. I hate it. Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm debating deleting all. I mean, all I have is an Instagram account, but I'm just still debating deleting it all, so. <laughs> yeah, I have Instagram, too. It's the only one I have. And I, I look like it, but it's more for, like, family to show pictures of the kids because I'm not the best at I'm not the best at calling. Yeah, you know, it's, it's an like, easy way yeah, to it's an easy way to hear. Well, on. you just got a picture last week, so why do you, why exactly do you, we need to talk? Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't understand. Okay, so you're very creative. You're a scrapbooker. Um, oh, yeah, so and, and, and you're a sewer, and, and you like the Mavs. I feel like that's a lot of lot of things. Oh yeah. Then, oh, let's go. Here's the final one. This is the biggest one. This is like I would say this is my biggest passion. Uh, mentoring and being mentored. Uh, I've kind of done, yeah, I think it's so important. (laughs) I shouldn't say this, but I'm like, I don't trust people that don't have mentors. (laughs) Just kidding. But I'm just like, everywhere, yeah, kind of like, and that's Mm. why I'm so thankful for my job now. It's like everywhere I go in life or, you know, I'm always looking for mentors or, you know. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, I think. It goes goes hand in hand with our culture, I think. Yeah. And you said leadership and, you know, working for the manager that you work with now is one of the most important things to you, and, and it makes right. it makes a lot of sense. So you, you oh, don't yeah, trust yeah. people that don't have mentors. I don't trust people <laughs> that don't drink. So I think we're a little, we're sort of on the same page there. I mean, we're oh, on the yeah, same, same path. We don't trust same, certain same. people. But I mean, I think we just, have, I think there's just a different value set maybe between us. But I don't think we're that far apart, you know, as far as our, our, our thought there, who we don't trust. Um, oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. But yeah, I just feel like, especially now, you know, the virtual times and stuff, it's like, people are lacking this like face-to-face physical interaction and stuff. you know it's like I've done some mentoring that I'm proud of like you know in my days and I, I think that there's some people that look up to me now you know uh, but it's, it's literally because I have mentors above me like guiding me and then I just take what they teach me and then it's like not wasted you know I'm like always gonna people that want to learn and grow I'm like always gonna help them out and whatnot but yeah, well, I just well. People that are passionate about something, they want other people that are as passionate to learn. So, I on the sales side, I call that the transfer of, 
what you want to do is take what you learned and pass down your experience and transfer to someone else. And that builds up your legacy tree. And the more people that sort of think the same ways, the more and better the company can become. And, and that's one of the things um, on, I know they do this in operations, Joel brought this a while ago, but, and then technology everywhere, there's mentors and there's career paths and, you know, HR came out with that, you know, a few, a few years ago. So everybody can see if I, you know, if I work hard, if I'm a good citizen for the organization, I'm a good, you know, peer to others and I help them move forward, I'm going to move forward because they're going to value me as well. And um, I think uh, mentoring is something that we've taken very seriously in the last couple of years. And it's something that, you know, the transfer of how do I get my knowledge into someone else's so then they can create, create confidence, how they can then will take that and maybe learn. Maybe at some point they'll become more of an expert on this than I was. And I was the one that introduced them that. To, to this to this topic that, that and they're now they're the area expert that's a cool thing you know to help someone along oh. in their career like that oh yeah extremely important i wonder what the mentoring program is like virtually now or what's going on with that i should maybe um, look into I, I, that or I, I like know, the world wide yeah, I know on the, on the sales side, it's more just follow-ups is almost, you know, almost putting your arm, you know, like a player coach around people that's still happening. I, th I think, um, you know, it's dimmed a little bit because now managers are not driving around again from a sales perspective. The managers are not driving around as much. There's not as much windshield time. So they can have more conversations and be on board meetings virtually with a lot of their people. So I think the development of the people on our side is actually going to be quicker and, uh, um, so that's exciting. But, uh, you know, as far as on the non-sales, I, I don't really, I don't get too many updates on it. I don't know how that looks like, but I know there's a lot of, I mean, you schedule a lot of happy hours and I think I invited you to a happy hour one time a, a few months back. Oh, so you, you remember that? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you completely uh, tried to railroad me on trivia questions. Completely. Like it, it was so, so I, this is true. Sorry. I invited Lauren to a happy hour that I was invited to. So it's like, you bring a friend, a friend of a friend. It's like, it's like can I invite people? Of course, I'm just going to invite people. And, um, I believe Lauren, you were asking some of the questions or, or then it was like, we're just going to team up on well. So it was like 12 verse two. 12 people versus two. It's something like that. It's something ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's like I started out on your team. Yeah. And then, then you, yeah, then you, you change teams. Like, then you change teams. Right. <laughs> correct. I went over to, I was like, Tom, Sam, or Joel. They're getting yeah. a lot of answers right. I'm just going to slide on over here. Oh, wow. And then, it was, yeah. It was everybody against well. It's jump ship. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing like having someone in the foxhole with you right there. It's like, boom. Um, she's gone. And I was like, okay. I, and then I became through. the scorekeeper, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure. And then, right. and then it was just and then, from and, there. Right. And then you were cheating. And then you were not giving me the points that I was just wow, the whole thing. Wow. It was. Who's responsible for uh, chopping and screwing or cutting this uh, uh, empty no. <laughs> It sounds like it was a happy hour. <laughs> it, it, was, it was actually a really fun happy hour. It, 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 it was all fun because it uh, it's just uh, harmless for us, like uh, fun back and forth, a banter, which is what I always like, the banter back and forth. You know what's really weird? It seems like you're still thinking about it, did no, well, no. There's a silhouette of someone outside our window that's still there, awkwardly. It's probably Schultz. I think it's oh wow in the conference oh, room. Oh, he's like, a hey. I so can tell y'all one thing about Schultz. He's a clicker. He is a clicker. Is oh he a clicker? Are, are we outing his, Schultz right now? If you sit in his office and make a call, like he'll be clicking in the background, like even on oh, like, I mean, group calls, he's he, clicking away at things. Really? He's yeah. probably clicking on, unfortunately, Melissa's link. So. Uh, yeah, one of my customers <laughs> gave him a virus. And then we blocked all of their correspondence. We wow. didn't hear from them for like a month. I feel like yeah. I feel like there's so many things that you don't tell me here, Alice. <laughs> this is why I'm glad you're the co-host. Is because last week we, we found out so many nuggets of information from you. Mm -hmm. Like you knew that Schultz was a clicker. Yeah, yeah. How can you not? 
It never stops moving. Oh my God. <laughs> what else do you know, Alice? Yeah. <laughs> I know it all. <laughs> Apparently. I like that. Except I know about I the like happy that. hours. Yeah, well, hey. Uh, um, I was railroaded. I'm going to go out. <laughs> I'm gonna but you it. still won, right? I believe so. I mean, Lauren would know. She was a scorekeeper, apparently. It depends on what score she, she decides to give She went on every me. team and then decided right. she wanted to be the scorekeeper. She rocked it. It was I, great. It ended up, everyone just ended up, you know, talking at the same time. I'm not even sure, you know, we all just dropped off. It was like, mm, forgot about it, but Will still likes to bring it up, you know. Yeah, well, hey, <laughs> I have a, <laughs> I'm not holding a grudge, I swear. Um, so, so obviously, how does the work from home, because we, we know how it affects sales, right? I mean, it's just a, 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 different, mm -hmm. a different environment for us and how we have to communicate with our customers. How did it affect sort of your team and your group and the whole technology? Is it... Was it easier? Um, do you sort of miss that? I know you seem like a very, from what little I know about you, you seem like a very, um, I don't want to say social. social individual. Yeah, a social. You're more, yeah. and so how has it affected sort of your workflow and what do you do for mental health to make, to, to keep those connections. And I'll give you an example, like for what I do and Alice, you know, this, um, I, I come to the office, but there are times when obviously I'm still on screens, not talking to anybody. And so I'll try to every single day, take like a 30 minute walk around our complex. You know, we have like a walking track. And so I'll go outside for lunch, take a 30 minute break, you know, just sort of that time to decompress. And it's like, okay, that makes me sunny out. That makes me feel good. Walk back in. Um, what are some tips that you could sort of tell people in technology or ops that sort of you do to sort of keep your sanity when you're in front of a screen all day? Okay, let's see. Yeah, I was just like everyone else. The transition was definitely harder. Um, took a couple of weeks to get used to like, hey, I'm waking up, you know, and I'm not getting in my car to go anywhere. Um, I think for a while there, I was still like wearing my business clothes because I just didn't want to let that piece go. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, just that routine. So, um, yeah, I, I'm real big on discipline. So I was like, okay, we just got to figure out, you know, different routine, whatnot. Um, I would say our department, IT especially, like, Dolly was on top of it, you know. We've got, like, a time blocked off every single day during, like, our lunch time, you know, and it's just, like, you're not allowed to schedule meetings with anyone else during this time. This is your time. It's called, like, a walk hour or whatnot. But, yeah, so if you go outside, walk, and um, just make sure that you're taking care of yourself because, you know, people have kids at home, you know, um, people aren't even like stepping outside of their apartment all day long. It can be really unhealthy, you know? So I think, uh, that's been helpful. Um, and also let's see lunch break. I'll recommend this. I do like it cause I can walk down to my gym, uh, you know, during my, you know, during my walk hour, 12 to one. Mm -hmm. Um, and now I can work out in the middle of the day and it's great. Uh, if you have a gym, I highly, you know, I know not all people like to work out. It's not their thing. It's definitely like, a discipline thing but if i feel seen sometimes like prior to lunch i'm like get in the gym and i'll go in the gym work out come back to my desk after you know and then i just feel like a whole new person yeah and um, so working out's important and then what i can say is there are days yeah i definitely miss like especially in it like i was in this office looking at dashboards like you know there's a lot of things that get escalated i would say to like harry lauren richard just from assistant to or everyone in IT, you know, it's just like, there's a lot going on. So, but I do miss like being able to turn to Richard or Harit and say, what's going on with this? Or just eat, you know, that ease of access or just kind of figure out things together. Um, I definitely miss that, but there are days where I will have a team call with Harit almost all day long. And we'll just, it's kind of like, we're still sitting next to each other and working. And there's like pure silence, probably for an hour sometimes, you know, um, 
So yeah, we just, you know, we just bounce ideas off of each other because it's so important. You know, I can't figure out all this stuff on my own. Um, so yeah, I would say that's helped me out a lot too. Just saying, you know, my boss does it as well. We have an afternoon meeting where we all jump on it for 30 minutes and it's just like a sanity kind of call every day. Like we can talk about work. You don't have to talk about work, what's going on, you know? So, so we've, we've kind of all adapted pretty well. So, so, but, I think, you know. so I think one of the things you talked about there, um, that I think has worked for a lot of people is discipline and routine. So like, I go out, you know, like I said, I'll use that half an hour. I'll go out and walk every day discipline, you know, and I think a, a routine of every single day, you said, Hey, look, if I'm feeling down, I realize that I'm feeling a little bit down or a little bit worn out. I'll make sure I go to my lunch, to the gym during my lunch break. If, but one thing that we do is, and I do a Dolly, Dolly's like a rock star. You know, um, I remember someone saying yeah. she was at an SM3 conference and she was like one of the speakers and she came to Philly one time before we moved. And I was just like, you know, some people you meet that you're just like, wow, they're just way smarter and they're so much more than me. <laughs> and I just don't know. You feel like I got to keep up because it was just like she was saying that this. And when we were talking about going between Microsoft, sort of the platform and Salesforce, Philly was one of the one of the pilot areas where people sort of went and we met and we met with Salesforce and we met with Microsoft. They came in and gamification and some of the stuff that Dolly used to do at a previous job and that, and that she knew of and the things that she knew we could go where as a company, you're like, oh, my God. Oh yeah, this lady's I was a in and was like, she's a genius. Like, no this more, is crazy. You know. <laughs> yeah, she was just like, I know. It, it makes you think. I was like, how did we operate before some of these people came <laughs> in? Like before, it's funny. It's like before some of the people that had the operational background, or some, you know, like Joel from the consultant area, or or Summer or Dolly, and it's like, you know, they worked for large companies, large organizations, and they were the builders of some of the platforms of these, and it's like it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing we got to where we are without that type of knowledge and expertise it really is um but yeah i, I mean when we're, i started this company yeah. you know oh but, yeah when i started we had like i think 100 corporate employees and now we're at 1300 you know so we've just grown so much and it was oh yeah i was getting hard there yeah well the scale of what we were just, doing too back then we, yeah. we didn't necessarily need all that but you know it's good that exactly. we, we brought in the right type of people that had the archetypes to sort of build what we're going to need because they knew based off pre TV experience where not only where we needed to be right now, but I think, and that's what really impresses me with, with Dolly is she's like, I know where we need to be right now, but I also have a very good understanding of the, what the industry is going to be in six years and what the technology, technological capabilities we're going to need for that. Let's plan for that. Let's not try to get to right here. Oh, yeah. We need to get to there. So she's already on Z when we might be on B moving to H, but she's moving, you know what I'm saying? She, she's, she's getting us to Z and, and that's, dude, that's that visionary type stuff is, is, is awesome to just it's sort of incredible, be yeah. It's just awesome to be around. Cause I'm in rooms and people like that will start speaking. You're like, Oh, they know their shit. I'll sell some deals. I'll sell some deals. I'll help out. I'll mentor and sell deals. I'm here. <laughs> no, it's like, I see it that, you know, it's like Scott came in two years ago and was like, Hey, I see the vision not, you know, for a year or two ahead, like way ahead. And it's like he was predicting COVID or something, you know, it's just yeah. like, um, it's, you know, so uh, yeah, definitely excited with what's to come. So I'm definitely like so happy to be working for Dolly Scott. My boss, Jason, it's been, you know, it's been great. Doors have been open, so I'm excited. 
Well, I'm excited that you like connect. I feel like you had a connect email to me last week. So I'm just happy about that. Well, I'm happy. To bring I'm it back to connect. I'm, I, everything circles back to connect now. And I'm also, I, I appreciate you sort of telling us a little bit about what you do to keep your sort of mental health. Cause I think we all go through that. You know, we, everybody that's social wants social interactions. And if there's things that you can do to break up your day, if there's routines that you can have where you talk to certain individuals every single day to bring normalcy to sort of your day. And, and, and decompress some of the stress because, uh, you know, I, I think the reality is, is it's just a stressful time for a lot of people. And you mentioned with kids and you mentioned families and the work-life balance. And I think, uh, you know, we're pivoting towards understanding that and, and really flourishing in that. But, you know, there, there, there are times where everybody where everything seems to be fine and then all of a sudden there's cases spiking. I think about Philly here on my last podcast and it's back down. But, you know, we were coming into work, uh, you know, a small group of us on rotating days and... There, it went from the, there was actually a COVID testing center right across the street, and it went from never having anybody in it to literally we couldn't get in the parking lot seventy cars deep all day, all day. Oh yeah, this and week just, there hasn't been any cars. I know, and and last week it was a nightmare, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't even want to breathe the same air. I don't want to walk outside. Yeah, you, you know? don't even bark on that side of the building. No, I, I, literally, that's true. <laughs> literally, I, <laughs> I I'm so you. I'm so paranoid. I went to the exact opposite side of the building because I didn't want to be within a quarter mile radius of people that were getting swabbed for COVID. That was actually your answer too. I'm like, why do you park over there now? You're like, I don't want to be near those people. <laughs> anywhere. Oh I don't want a chance it. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 loved up, masked up. I'm ready to go. I'd wear a hazmat oh, suit yeah. to work if you guys let me. If you guys didn't think I was crazy. <laughs> hey, it doesn't hurt to be over cautious, you know. I'm yeah. like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I saw the same thing down here. I'm actually like a mile or I think yeah, like a mile away from the corporate victory office. So okay. I'm right across from the police so state, the Dallas police station. So it's been yeah, yeah, you're right in the heat then. You're right where the Mavs are. I'm in the you're, heat. Right, you're, you're right you're right where the yeah, office that's a good is. Location. It is. Sort of oh yeah, and, it, and sort of jealous. Oh, I love, uh, yeah, Mavs all the way. I'm going to give away one of my five uh, people that I want to be at my table. But oh, Mark, you even one, you are a listener. It's like, <laughs> so oh yeah, I, funny I story. You, I thought, I, I'm going to have breaking news here. I think because because you, you just said Mark okay. Cuban, there is a three percent chance he gets on our podcast. <laughs> oh three. Hey, maybe I could help you out with that. We've actually emailed him. <laughs> And he, oh, has, really? and he has said, not, he didn't say no. He said, email me after the, email me back after the NBA season. True story. Ooh, he responded. Okay, yeah. He responded. He responded. To your email? Okay. Yeah. I could honestly maybe help Wait, Why are you so shocked? Like, You're giving me the look to your email. Well, he responded to an email. That's <laughs> all you know, need to know. I like, who know. we <laughs> might have dropped some names of some people in Dallas that he might know. And he responded to the email. I mean, you know. Well, you think it was him that responded to the email. That's no. Problem. So I read somewhere that he does respond to all those type of requests and email personally. And it said sent from iPhone. Okay. He's a personal <laughs> man, you know. Yeah. But we, we have to have this happen. You know, I feel like you should, yeah, a podcast is cool. You know, you should keep interviewing a bunch of people at Worldwide. Get all different types of people, you know, like ops and everyone. So everyone can kind of like in this virtual world, like in a different way, understand what's going on because you know, so so you're the first one that we're not, not the first one that we've done from a different perspective of ops or technology, but you're the first one or marketing, but you're the first one virtually. And so I think one of the things that was um, yeah. holding us back a little bit is the fact that, you know, I would travel everywhere with with the equipment and there's something about the energy of being in the same room as somebody. So I didn't know if that would transfer over like, hey, we're talking over the phone. You really can't read body language. You can't see if this is an uncomfortable question they don't want to answer, if this is a question that they really like and sort of tap that vein and go a little bit further down. Is there more there? And so um, 
you know, maybe it's, it's to a point where at some point, like you had mentioned, do we do this over teams? Do we do this over zoom? Do we figure out a way where we can still sort of have that interaction visually? Cause that might get a better interview. Um, but I think this has worked out so well, so far so well. So, um, we might not have to, but I think that's the, that's the thing I think right now, um, uh, is the opportunity where people can take a, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes or an hour once a week in their day. And I can grab some people who, and for them to share their story a little bit and, and sort of how they got here and, and, and what they did and, and, um, you know, their backstory a little bit, but you sort yeah. of took our lead in, um, because you said Cuban's one of the five apparently. So uh, Alice, <laughs> oh, what, yeah. what question do you want to ask first? The worldwide five or the, or the, or the life five? I think we have to go with the life oh, five. Wow. Oh, wow. Did, so, so oh, did, do you know the question? I do know the question, right? Five okay. pe- is it four or five, five around people. the dinner table? Well, well five. five you. Yeah, well, you can do five total. Yeah, we'll do five total. Okay. Maybe I'll just keep going. Let's see. Okay. I already gave one away. Yeah. Mark, love the Mavs, love Dallas, love Stark Tank. Uh, yeah. So let's see. Next, mine's going to be a little wild. Okay, I do like Michelle Obama because she's big into mentoring. mentoring so mm-hmm. she's one of my favorites. Okay. Uh, and then from there, I don't know if you guys would know this person. My boss taught me about this uh, lady. Uh, Margaret Hamilton probably doesn't ring a bell for anyone. <laughs> um, but basically, she's uh, she went to MIT. So this is more on the tech side. But she was uh, basically was behind uh, system engineering or like coding programming and she was uh, behind the code that got the Apollo to the moon so I think that's pretty cool Wasn't uh, there- she went to school in um, Massachusetts Cambridge oh yeah where- MIT. yeah well I went to Boston University where <laughs> she went to MIT <laughs> We're in the same state. We didn't have the same IQ, I can assure you. <laughs> you know, that's, 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 that's great. <laughs> Mine's like DeVry, online degree. Hers is MIT. We're going to change the world. But I appreciate you thinking of me that way. Yeah, she uh, worked with NASA, you know, totally wait, on your level. Uh, yeah, NASA. Let's see. Let's see that. Is there, was there a, is there a, oh, wow, okay. I, I, I know there was a movie that was just recently made about um, a whole bunch of people that got help the coding of the Apollo, I don't know which Apollo and the trajectory and everything like that a few years ago, I feel like. The Apollo 11, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll have to I look that know. up. But yeah, okay, so that's number two. It's going to be a weird, oh wait, that's number three. Okay, that's number so three, I said yeah. Michelle, Mark Cuban, Margaret Hamilton. Oh God, I, I got, okay, I want Elon Musk and Joe Rogan. Uh, so, so can we have six? <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> six total. I don't, I don't hate your list. Um, I like Joe Rogan, obviously. I think he has some fascinating guests, and he asks the right type of questions. Elon Musk, Bob Toupet, I don't know, you probably didn't get a chance to do the listen to the last podcast yet. We just put it up last week. He likes Elon I, Musk. I started too. listening to Bob Toupet, and then I heard something about drinking Windex and like life ending at 60 years old, and I just like... <laughs> Yeah, depressing. yeah he, he, he's a very... Yeah, he's a strange bird, you know? Dark, I mean, dark individual. Dark, dark man, yeah. Um, he was an Elon Musk fan, too. I'm just not on that bandwagon, but that's okay. You don't have to be. Um, he did, yeah. I did, my kids did watch the space capsule come back to earth though a few days ago. So they were pretty excited about that. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, that's sort of, if, if you think about it, that's massive. You know, just the fact that a private company could do that and not NASA and the, it's been so many years and that we put someone up there and it's pretty cool. Oh yeah. I don't, would, I don't know if I would ever get in like spaceship. I don't know. Ooh, I don't know. Would you guys go to space if you were offered the opportunity? Um, uh, uh, I would. Yeah, I would too. I would. I would. Here's <laughs> I the thing. Say no to that. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't come back. I'm just going to come back. 
Yeah. You, 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 you wouldn't come back? That's, uh, our podcast is that bad you wouldn't come back. Okay. Well, wow. Oh, I, your future. Um, I, I appreciate that. Um, I would think I would be fascinated by space because I'm fascinated by, like, you know, um, just – I just think that, you know, this is uh, – People think it's crazy, but I just think that there's other life outside human life. I don't know if they visited the Earth, but with all the billions and probability of stars and planets, that I think that there's some sort of form of intelligent life out there, and that it'd be pretty cool to maybe get a glimpse of it going through the solar system. You know, if they're blasting off, just to see space, just to see the world from that perspective would be pretty cool, but it would be scary, to say the least, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, gosh, aliens. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think there's something to it. I don't know. I mean, you, you see all that stuff with the Air Force that just came out like four months ago. How these fighter pilots are seeing something and it's moving at a G force rate that it was the Pentagon had to release it because it got somehow hacked. It got you know someone hacked something. Oh yeah, and, 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 and they got it released. And we have U.S. Air Force pilots with 20 years experience that are trying to track something that they say is doing things that are, and it's on camera, it's on film, but you can't you know really see it. But you know you can see it, but it's one of those you know screens that are just weird where they say and they're looking at it saying it's doing moves that aren't humanly or physically possible for us to be able to do with our touring technology so unless yeah. elon musk is like iron man and screwing with us um <laughs> guess what there's something weird we going on. yeah oh um okay what about the i think this is great what about the worldwide five because i have no idea who who's yeah in i'm orbit. interested to hear this one yeah <laughs> well honestly i'm like I personally, I mean, I do have a list, you know, and it's a great list, but I would, I think I would prefer just to like spin a wheel, like have the whole company in a pot and like just wow. pick out like four or five people. Uh, That's risky. You know, obviously, <laughs> top of my so list risky. would be like, it is risky, but I could, you know, potentially learn something about people or things I don't know, which is, you know. Yeah, but what um, happens if you give Bob who drinks Windex and thinks he's going to die at 60? <laughs> I mean, that's a bad pull. <laughs> Right? That's where you just draw again, pick again. Yeah, you pick again. That's fair. No one yeah. will watch to see who you pick. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. You can always do that. It's like old school. Exactly. It's like, it's like bingo. You know, it's like, do you really know what the number is? No, they just say it. It could be anybody. It could be an inside job. You don't know. Yeah. B21. So, but obviously, I would, you know, top of my list, even, you know, I work with these people every day, so I think it may be cheating a little bit, but I just like learning from my mentors. I'm like, Dolly, Scott. Oh, Charlene's always on my list. I, I love Charlene and working with her. Uh, she's awesome. And from there, oh, I, there's one girl that I don't think a lot of people know about. Well, sorry, I don't mean to say it like that. Uh, Sam Moffin in Kansas City. Okay. She's a data analyst. She's a data analyst. And she's actually awesome. You know, she's helping out with automation. And she does a lot uh, that the infrastructure team does. Um, so she'll work with our team uh, here and there, whatnot. But uh, I think she works for B.I. Joe. Yeah. Okay. Um, but she's awesome. Yeah. Coding, like understands technology. So she's probably one to watch out for. Like, you know, just with all these new systems, she'll be helping people get the data, you know, if they need and whatnot. So okay. I, I like my BI people, my numbers people, my data people. Your data people. On that. So it's every, and I think you got one more, right? Or are you, or was, was that it? Are, are you tapping out? Oh, now uh, let's see. We can throw, let's see. I'll, I'll take a Howard. Wow. Get out I, of here. I work, you know, I work with him closely at, uh, on Connect, and so I just enjoy Howard, you know. Howard's great. the man. Yeah, we like that one. Uh, he uh, lit uh, up again. I lit up again. <laughs> Howard. Dude, this is Howard's first shout-out. Most people don't realize how great Howard is. 
Um, cause it, you know, again, it's, it's like, that's why I like sharing the stories of some of you people, because, you know, you, you guys helped us put in, you know, in blaze and others help put in ASM comp, AE comp, AM comp into the system so they could see how much they're getting paid. And then, you know, and they can track it and then the deals and maybe the just, data that you needed. Right. You know, that, yeah. yeah. It comes from data shack. It comes from here. It comes from there, all these different places and pulling it together and trying to get it. So it's visually appealing and understanding and, and, it, and our people are able to understand it is like the, the people, most people don't realize it's a massive, massive, massive task of many hours. And he's another grinder too. That guy's always so much, oh, sort yeah. of working. So much yeah. going on behind the scenes. It's just like, you know, he's never know what someone's doing behind the scenes. So yeah. lots of work going in at worldwide, but yeah, it's great. I'm just I really see, excited for the future. I think we're going to, uh, we're going to, we're going to, unveil a new question and I, I, I don't know um yeah so you've never heard this so I'll give you what is your favorite food oh what is oh god okay i will tell you one thing my, where my mind is well where'd your I mind go right it. now like where'd my, your mind go when i said that where'd it go immediately you thought of one thing what was it yeah I, I thought about burgundies like this meat market where i buy all my meat it's like sirloin mm-hmm. burger meat it's really yeah. good uh that's a joe rogan yeah. podcast sean baker I, he he's a guy that just eats steak eats meat every day oh yeah yeah my boss right now is on the meat diet it's like yeah but yeah i just i enjoy cooking i like i love to cook i made like blackberry cobbler last weekend meatloaf like um more so like healthy meals and whatnot but Meatloaf sounds favorite. healthy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so does cobbler. I feel like, I feel, I feel, I feel it's all, like. It's yeah. all about the ingredients. Your mind goes straight to meat market, but really healthy. <laughs> really meat. <laughs> Can we cut this part of it? No, like, no, I'm we're going to keep going. <laughs> I, here's what I'll tell you. We're not cutting any of it. We're just going straight through. We're not cutting anything. Have you ever cut anything in any of these podcasts? Oh my God. Tom's was an hour and a half that I cut the 40 minutes. Yeah. And it was because the sound was so bad. And it sounds bad. Tom but, needs a new one. Tom needs a new like one. You, but you I, I, I cut it. Yeah. Tom. I, I, I cut a lot of, um, probably the first couple and that was more us and audio problems. Um, but I think the audio has gotten a little bit better. We'll test this one, but I don't, I don't really like to cut all that much. Cause I don't think anybody's seen anything that's sort of off the wall, but you know, obviously I want to protect if someone, it's usually me that says something stupid. So I'm protecting myself, <laughs> yeah. but, but, um, yeah, I don't think you should cut. I think that it should all just be organic and yeah, I, know, I, I don't like to, thing. but you know, we, I also want to, I don't want to make sure no one says anything dumb about the, you know, the brand or something like that. Cause it is something that people can get on Spotify and. Google Play yeah, and Apple. yeah, well, because yeah, this is all public, right? Yeah, so. but we we haven't done that yet, so I haven't had to. Um, so that's good. That's that's a that's a oh, that's, yeah. that's not a bad thing. So, um, okay. I didn't answer your food question very you now. You no, know, yeah. first you said it was meat, then you tried to tell me it was healthy, but then you threw in cobbler and meatloaf. <laughs> then you mentioned someone that you know is on the all meat diet. When I said Sean Baker, it was um, all, yeah, I, 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 all all over the place. Yeah, like, well, that's okay. I feel like. If I could eat everything the rest of my life, it'd be ice cream. Is that bad? Every day. Oh, ice cream. Mm. I don't know if that's a true food. Food, but it's dairy. It's dairy. Yeah, I can get your. It's on the D. food pyramid. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I think they messed up that pyramid. Uh, um, but that's I think they're talking about a new one. So, uh, what's the last question, Alice? I think you asked it. What was it again? The, um, yeah. I, I have a question. You do. Uh, it was a spirit. It was spirit animal. That's it was what spirit just, animal. Okay. That's oh. what I was gonna ask. Okay. Ah! Here we go. This is this is your favorite. I like this. One. Oh, well, this, and Bob did really bad. Bob did really bad at this one. Yeah, so um, hopefully, Bob did poor to very poor. Yeah. yeah. What was Bob? He said he was a bear, and I said he looked first. Was, he was more tra- like a weasel. First, he tried to just avoid the question. He did. He can't do that with me. <laughs> <laughs> See, this one is so easy for me because I've actually had. 
spirit animal party before. Uh, where you are a to, fascinating <laughs> human being. <laughs> I'm just going to say this right now. We didn't delve <laughs> deep enough into your psyche. I'm just saying that right now. Sews, bakes, like scrapbooks. Yeah. And she has an actual spirit animal. And she has a spirit animal party. A day in the life. Spirit. And, and it was an awesome party because everyone came dressed up as their spirit animal. And my friend made this animal painting. It was amazing. Everyone donated money. And then we gave the uh, money to the SPCA. So, uh, but yeah, my spirit That's, animal. Wait, the, the, the SPCA? Is that what you give it to? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But yeah. And yeah, she's a giver. Yeah. I, I donate to the SPCA every month. That's one of my few organizations that, 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 that I do. Yeah. I'm, 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 a big, uh, I'm a big animal lover. Big animal lover. Oh, I love animals. Yeah, I'm missing, like, I don't have a dog, so I'm just missing that in my life. But, and, okay, boom, boom, boom. Now's the time Definitely to get a dog. Spirit. We should rethink that because uh, because of where we are. You have time to train him. Yeah, you have time to train him. But I don't know. I don't know where, my job is all, like, cloud now. I, I have no idea where yeah. I will end up. You know, I can, yeah. I can, you know, my boss was, like, work from home. And I was like, did you say work from Hawaii? Or, like, you know, <laughs> like, this right? you know I can go anywhere. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I will take that. I think a dog would be nice. But. Yeah. Okay, spirit animal. It's, I, it's, this has been my spirit animal for as long as I can remember, but I'm definitely a hummingbird. Oh, okay. I lipped to Alice butterfly. I, I didn't know. I was just guessing. Oh, did you? I did. You said so, butterfly? I said butterfly. Okay. It's kind of close. Well, that's sort of, it's, it's just because um, social, you know, always wanting to mentor. The, I, I, think, I think, you know, the butterfly evolves, right? You know, over time. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's a big piece of me, you know, too, but then I'm also pretty independent. So I'm like, the butterfly is awesome. Butterfly. So, so like why hummingbird? Bird. Just curious, what attributes of the hummingbird that it has that you think line up with some of the things that you do? Like who I am? Okay, let's see. Because you had so, a party about it, so I'm, assu- I'm assuming there's some... <laughs> yeah, you the, yeah, I'm, the reason why I, I'm delving deeper into this because you had a whole party about it, so I'm assuming you have <laughs> factual reasons as to why this lines up with your personality. Oh, I've got some nice kids in the archives. Oh, yeah, I definitely dressed up Check like a scrapbook. I don't know. I, just, <laughs> it's in the uh, I definitely just relate to that bird. That bird is so unique, and it's just... Uh, okay, there's, there's cool things I've always known about a hummingbird, but I think they're the only bird that can fly backwards. backwards yeah. Uh, they uh, migrate like the farthest distance by themselves, so just kind of independent, you know, driven. And then another thing about a hummingbird is that their memory is uh, incredible. And so, yeah, my memory is pretty spot on, I would say, or I've worked pretty hard on my memory, just memorizing or memory, uh, remembering things, whatnot. So, that's, I don't know. I just relate to a hummingbird. That's me. Okay. Well, um, listen, I, it's fascinating. It's been over an hour, um, just barely over an hour. Uh, I learned a lot. About how do we share this podcast? Like, how do we get okay. it out there to the masses? So here's what happens. I, I have my Mac connected to a Rodecaster class, a Servio something. I transfer it over. Then I put it into what's called Final Cut Pro. It's not really the thing you should use for it. But then I put in the bumper, which is the beginning and then the end. Then I listen to it again. So I'll listen to this for an hour tonight you know, after I put the kids to bed. Okay. And then um, I then upload it into a, a site called Buzzsprout. And from there, it auto-feeds into Apple and, and to Connect and into Spotify and into every little other place. And then it just, you open up your phone. You so our listeners your, can go to Apple or Spotify and type in... Or Connect. Yeah. Or, or Connect. Okay. So, or connect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, so... It's on Connect? It is on... I hit you right now. <laughs> That's I, like, how I found out about it. Literally... <laughs> Remember five minutes ago when we were friends? We are literally not anymore. <laughs> we need to get some Connect promoters out look, there, Will. Look, so, you know, look, look at this. Connect. Yes, it is. Oh, it, that's that's not the Connect. 
That, well, th- this is the new Connect. Remember, they did the, the Legacy Connect will eventually go away, and all those features will be in the new Connect, and yeah. then you know, it's like they're all here. Some promoters they're all out here. there, they're all here. Yeah, it's in Connect. Yeah, it's it's in the computer. That's oh, that's a great movie reference, Blue Steel. Um, But yeah, so you know, so what it'll do if you're if you're a subscriber, I think it's a subscriber to the Closers Corner and and Apple. Most people have Apple phones. Um, Not everybody. Oh yeah, the majority. But um, it'll actually it'll actually just auto update in the podcast app in there, and then uh, people can get it through iTunes. And so we're still figuring out the technology piece. We don't really know it that well. But um, so what? Probably what I'll do is is update it tomorrow afternoon or something like that, and then uh, just go from there. Oh yeah, no, I just want to be able to make sure that I know where I can send people to download it. You know, so I just use the podcast app on my phone. On yep. Apple phone. Okay. Close okay. this corner. Well, um, hey, I appreciate the time, and I appreciate uh, you telling us a little bit more about sort of what your day-to-day does. I appreciate all the efforts you made to sort of, and your team and the people that you've worked with to get us to a point where we've been highly successful, I think, in the COVID world, and it was all because of the preparedness that you guys did months and months and years, really, in advance, and that sort of put us on the platform to succeed and acquire customers and grow our company and, uh, you know, uh, it's great because I don't think a lot of people know your story. So I'm glad you got to share it on our podcast. So you have a nice day and uh, look for the update in connect Alice to see Lauren Smith's <laughs> podcast. Okay. Thanks for the time, Lauren. <laughs> thank you for the time. Oh yeah. Thank you guys Take so care. much. I appreciate it. No problem. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.